guys, it's Rami. We're talking Minnesota sports five days a week on Score North Live. Available on Apple, Spotify, the Score North mobile app, or anywhere else you find podcasts. If you only have time to listen to one segment from today's show, here it is right now. Hey, yesterday I was talking with Matthew Collar on this very show about Kirk Cousins. And you know Mike Sandoz, quarterback tears. He used to do them at ESPN. Now he does them at The Athletic. No. So he puts quarterbacks in, in five in five tiers, and he does it talking with scouts, personnel, coaches, front office people, sort of does a survey, and he breaks quarterbacks down into five tiers, and he revisited some of the quarterbacks who are either playing above their level or below their level at the midway point of the season, and he talked about Kirk Cousins, and essentially the article says, after talking with a few people around the league, again, executives, personnel guys, blah, 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 Kirk Cousins is a Tier 3 quarterback and could move into the lower end of Tier 2, but the general consensus is when it comes to Kirk Cousins, when things are going really good, that's because things around him are really good and he gets none of the credit, and when things are going really bad, it's all Kirk Cousins' fault and he gets all of the blame. Is that a fair way to look at this, Danny? Like, At what point will you look at Kirk Cousins differently? When will you move him up a tier in your quarterback rankings and not just say, well, it's because he has Dalvin Cook. It's because he has Stephon Diggs. Blah, 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 blah. I think if he continues to play like this when they have three out of their next four games are on the road against tougher opponents, then I think that he would earn himself to move up. But the last four games, he's been really good, but we also do have to remember who it's been against. If he goes on the road against Seattle and those menacing Seahawks Monday night and does this, it's going to be impressive. If he does it at Dallas, going to be impressive. Does it in Arrowhead where Kansas City is a tough place to play, even if Patrick Mahomes is not playing quarterback for them that day, that is still a very tough place to play. If he does it then, I'll be impressed. I'll be more impressed than I've I, And I'm not saying I have not been impressed over the last month. I'm saying that those would be very impressive things in a way that Kirk Cousins hasn't had the opportunity to impress me over the last month. Even then, will we be saying, well, yeah, he's doing, look, the offensive line has improved. He's in the right system. Or will we ever just go, man, Kirk Cousins is a, just a damn good quarterback. Same way we, same way we talk about the Aaron Rodgers of the world. I don't know that he'll ever be an MVP. He's never going to be talked about like that. But when will we just look at him and say, that's just a damn good quarterback? And it, it doesn't matter what's around him. It doesn't matter the system that he's in. One of our listeners forwarded this to us, and you can tweet at SKOR North or share little tidbits and stats and facts with us like this listener did. It's uh, from uh, Pro Football Focus. Let me make sure I credit the right person. He's just uh, listed as PFF Moo. Uh, I don't even know if he actually works for Football Focus, but the stats are accurate. It says Rodgers and Cousins versus common opponents, Bears, Lions, Raiders, and Eagles. Those are the four common opponents that they have this season. Right now, Aaron Rodgers has an 85.5 pass grade, Kirk Cousins 92.3. Um, 27 expected points added per play for Rodgers, 36 for Cousins. I mean, the numbers across the board are in are in Cousins' favor when facing common opponents. You're talking about who he's playing and why you're not sold, but Aaron Rodgers has faced the same teams and not put up as good of numbers. And I'm not even I'm trying to figure this out because I'm not even here trying to say Kirk Cousins deserves more credit because I'm the first person to say Kirk Cousins, he does well when the pressure's not on. And I mean pressure like big picture pressure of primetime games, playoff games going against really good teams and being on a big stage and also 
actual pressure on the football field of being chased by large men who want to do bad things to him. Like there are just those of us who don't digest, process, and 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 put out information as I just struggle to do in as efficient and <laughs> in as efficient a way as others when when the pressure is on. And I think that will always be something I think about Kirk Cousins. Put him in the right system, give him an offensive line, and he's he can he's good enough to perform in those circumstances. I think because of everything you just said, Kirk is a little hard to trust right now. And I think he's trying to build that trust with his play. So until that trust is built up and he does have repeat performances again and again and again and and further builds that trust, then I think you'll start to be like, okay, yeah, Kirk is up in the next tier now. But until then, it's hard to put him there because of his past, because we're still waiting for the other shoe to drop with Kirk Cousins. It might next Sunday. It might not. It might two Sundays from now. It might not. I don't know. But until he continuously proves, okay, yeah, we we know what we have here, and it's a good thing, it's hard to move him up. And you don't see, like, you don't think that's going to change? Because I don't no, know. No, it, it can keep playing like this. If he plays mm-hmm. like this the rest of the season, Kirk Cousins is going to come into next season another tier higher. Do it in a playoff game. Going to come in another tier higher. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, and I'm legitimately saying, I'm not saying it won't, Manny. I'm saying I legitimately don't know if it will change, if my yeah. perception of Kirk Cousins will change. I read you off the, the improvement. Of the offensive line in in hour one of the show. And if you missed any portion of hour one, it was really good. Go and listen to it. ScoreNorth.com and the ScoreNorth mobile app. But if the offensive line continues to improve in front of him, I think I'll chalk a lot of it up to that. I think I'll chalk a lot of it up to Gary Kubiak and Kevin Stefanski and the increased focus on on play action and, and doing the different things that they're doing in the offense this year that they didn't do in his first year here. I, I don't I don't know that I'll ever look at this and give Kirk Cousins all the credit for Kirk Cousins' improvement and won't just go, well, yeah, they took the pressure off him. They gave him a lot of weapons to throw to. They gave him an offensive line that blocks. They put him in a system that fits him and that he's comfortable in. Yeah, I mean, he, he I mean, listen, Kirk Cousins is, this is his eighth year in the league. He's had success before. He's, we've heard Collard talk about this several times on these airwaves. He threw for almost 5,000 yards one year. I mean, he's had success before, and it's always been when he's been surrounded by a lot of talent, and the scheme has been really good, and the coaching has been really good, and right now it appears that that may be the case again for him, at least these last four games, and that's good. The thing that I think we need to see is we need to see this level of play continue. We need to see this level of play continue against better opponents and and listen i'll even look at next week against kansas city whether you know even if patrick mahomes doesn't play although maybe it's starting to look like he he might actually play in that game but i'll even look at that game as okay if kirk cousins goes into arrowhead stadium which whether the chiefs have been terrible or one of the best teams in the league that has always been one of the toughest places in the nfl to play on the road for for opposing quarterbacks if he goes on the, on the road into Kansas City and puts up a good performance, even if it's something like what he did last night where he doesn't throw a touchdown pass, that's fine. He throws for 286 yards, doesn't turn the ball over, makes some good throws. I'll give him all the credit in the world. I mean, I think Kansas City is one of those games. Last night they, they beat Washington, and I nitpicked the hell out of it and found a bunch of negatives that happened that happened in that game. 
you leave Kansas City with the win, and everybody should be happy. And absolutely, <laughs> and, they're, they're, and so I place to play. Yeah, no matter, no matter what if, Kirk Cousins does. And I think even if Matt Moore ends up being the starting quarterback, I think you got to give the Vikings credit for that win. That's a tough place to play. Oh yeah, for it's sure, a really tough place to play. I think and, Mahomes is playing though. Yeah, like if it's and, if it's a question this week, I don't, I think that seven days later he's probably on. And, and, if, and if Mahomes plays, you give them you give them even more credit if they go in there and win. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And getting out of there with any kind of win, even an ugly yeah. win like you got last night, a boring win if you want to call it that. You walk out of there with any win, and everybody should be satisfied with that from the team it's, to the to the to the fans and everybody else involved. It's it's a tough place to play, Rami. You were in Green Bay or you were in Milwaukee. Uh, well, covering, Patrick covering Mahomes the Packers. just declared out for Sunday. Okay, uh, covering the Packers in 2011, the year they went 15 and one, and they had one of the greatest offenses in league history. Aaron Rodgers, the best season of his oh, of I his remember career. that. Yeah, people lost their damn the, minds. The one loss in that season was at Arrowhead against a bad Chiefs team that had just fired Todd Haley, and Kyle Orton was starting at quarterback for them. That's a tough place to play. It's a super tough place to play. Yeah. And now it's even an even tougher place to play because you might be going up against the MVP, and it's an even better football team yep. than it was then. So you, you brought up Collar and, and his analysis and breakdown of Kirk Cousins. He had this in his column at scorenorth.com and the Score North mobile app, your one-stop shop for all written content from scorenorth.com, including Danny's thoughts on the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, last night against Washington, with no pressure, Kirk Cousins went 18 for 18 for 226 yards, an average of 12.6 yards per play. On the season, he's number one in the NFL with a clean pocket with a 125.8 rating and a 86% completion percentage when adjusted for drops. It is no coincidence that as the offensive line has improved, yes, you've been facing some bad football teams and secondaries that Kirk Cousins can slice and dice, but it's no coincidence that as the offensive line has improved, so has Kirk Cousins' performance because you're taking that pressure off of him and not making him make decisions while large men are trying to kill him. He's not good at that. <laughs> some guys some guys are good at that and can make and can make plays in those situations. Kirk Cousins just ain't one of those dudes, and I don't think that perception will ever change. And I don't know if that's a bad thing. I don't know if that's unfair. But I think Kirk Cousins will always be perceived as a guy who needs everything to be right around him mm-hmm. for him to succeed and be at the top of his game. Until he proves otherwise. And That's, I don't know, it's always going to be that until he proves otherwise. I don't know that he'll ever get a chance to prove otherwise. No, they, he can. Do it in the playoffs. Go in a playoff run then. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's... Look how long we talked about whether or not Joe Flacco was a lead off of four good games. True. Because he, Kirk Cousins has but wasn't this that because then, he said he was elite and everybody's like, really, Joe? We talked about it. <laughs> yeah, it was a conversation for years. And, and uh, there were plenty of people that thought Joe Flacco was elite because he strung together four good games. I think the answer is definitively no, though, now in retrospect, well, right? Not. In hindsight, Joe Cer- Flacco. Certainly not elite. Probably not 